Welcome to The Symbol Podcast, episode four. I'm your host, Dave Collingwood. I'm an independent symbol maker based in Bristol, UK. My guest today is Daisy Palmer, currently in Bristol rehearsing for a tour with her band Mesodorm. Daisy's played drums with, among others, Goldfrapp, Beth Orton, John Metcalf, and Paloma Faith. We met to talk about her taste in cymbals and drums, as well as her appearances at drum clinics and experiences of touring worldwide. There's some links in the show notes to some of Daisy's projects for you to check out. So for now, let's get started. I'd like to welcome to the Symbol Podcast episode four, Daisy Palmer. Hi, Daisy. How's it going? Yes, great. Cool. Daisy's actually here with me uh, in my home. So if you hear any kind of knocks and scrapes, it's probably the cat or Mm. someone doing DIY. Uh, So Daisy, you happen to be in Bristol at the moment, uh, rehearsing for a tour that's starting on Friday. It's starting Wednesday. Wednesday. So that's actually tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, the 24th. this is with the band? Uh, My band, Mesodorm. Mesodorm. Which is a collaboration, it's a five-piece collaboration with um, Blythe Pepino, singer of Volts. Um, they're no longer a band, uh, but we made this band as a sort of reaction to um, wanting to do our own thing and being creative and artistic. Cool. And uh, we've built it from nothing and um, released the debut last year. Was that um, on, <coughs> on your label? Yeah, the, so yeah, yeah, we started a label. Um, I run it, it's called Baby Legs Records. And yeah, that was to facilitate releasing things on our own terms. Cool, very good. Mm. Um, I, I was listening to some on YouTube. And one of the songs was very piano-led, very, very kind of, not down, but but gentle and, and yeah. kind of emotive. And then there was another one I saw, that's the cat's music, <laughs> <laughs> another one I saw, which is very kind of electro-influenced almost. Yeah. Like, it looks like you've got a little kind of holy symbol on your snare drum. Oh, yeah. 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 What's that? What's You're getting those kind of short, sharp attack. Yeah, so things. that's a song called Tell Me. And when we went to create the drum track um me and Aaron the producer we just wanted to make something real acoustic that sounded electronic cool um which is what we're always trying to do we're always trying to walk that line um which we find an interesting line um and that is an old symbol I found on eBay it's a Ludwig symbol oh it's so weird it's like it's got um it's about 12 inches uh it's quite heavy and then it's got nailed to it like quite heavy uh, jingles. Oh, so it's not holes. No, it's oh, okay. It's uh, g- really heavy, like weird tambourine jingles that you yeah. never see now. Just really heavy, probably made of something bad like lead. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then nailed to it. And then when you when you hit it, it's a very short decay, but they sort of jingle in a really trashy way. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can kind of put it on stuff. You can put it on your floor tom or, or your snare. And I kind of tape it on, like half tape it on. Yeah, it so was then, hanging over the edge. A yeah, bit. so yeah. then you can hit the drum as well and hear the drum yeah. with a bit of the cymbal. And then you can also hit the cymbal. Yeah. So you can do a few things with it. Is that a kind of direct influence from electronic music? Yeah, I think so. Um, we love Aphex Twin. I, I uh, just yeah. love Aphex Twin. Yeah, me and too. I'm always trying to, yeah, I'm always trying to do not something that sounds like that, but something that sounds grainy and gritty and glitchy kind of process yeah yeah but like it's sounding like it's being played because Aphex is really good at that um he'll make a beat and it will sound like it's being played but it's completely electronic yeah um funnily enough in I think the first episode of this podcast talking to Rich Cass we were talking about Aphex Mm. because he always does his videos wearing an Aphex twin (laughs) t-shirt and we mentioned the the song Flim yeah um 
which just sounds like a live played drum kit yeah. sped up. Yes. But I'm sure it's just, you know, sampled and processed. He's programmed it, but with yeah. loads of dynamics in. It's so amazing. every single yeah. little fill is um sounds like he's playing it. It sounds like it's an extension of himself. Yeah. Which is what, where his genius lies basically. Yeah. It? Have you ever tried to to work out an Aphex beat or song on the drums? Um no not not that thing entirely, but I use I use him as an influence a lot. Yeah. We all do. That's great. Yeah. In that band, um, also our, one of our biggest influences is a band called The Bad Plus, who do a cover oh, of yeah. Flim. Oh, I'm aware it's of them. Sick. What, what cover is it? I know the band. But... It's Flim. The oh, song it is Flim. Flim. Oh, okay. And Dave King is my other favourite drummer. Yeah. Um, apart from Gene Cooper, and he is in Bad Plus, and he's just the most wonderful drummer you'll ever hear. And he does he does a an acoustic, lovely live version cool. of that drum beat. Oh, nice. But I, with his own thing, you know. Yeah, I think they did a cover of a Pixies song. Yeah, Valoria. Was it Valoria? Yeah, I thought yeah. so. And it's astonishing. They've it's, got some ridiculous covers, man. Yeah, I remember talking to someone about the Bad Plus, uh, saying that it's very kind of technically proficient, mm. um, but there's it's really musical as well. The oh, way yeah. They arrange uh, stuff. Dave King doesn't play anything fast. He just yeah. plays very nice little nuggets of beautiful notes yeah. put together. Yeah. And it comes directly from his heart. Definitely. Well, that... And he also plays, he also inspired me to put things on the drums, like play with toys sure. and got like a happy apple that we use a lot in Mesodorm and my band Chair Fight. And like just weird old 70s toys that you can just, they're cool. like chimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can play the drums with them and sort of just move them around. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. And I, w- I don't want to linger on this too long, but okay. I, g- I get very excited talking about Apex <laughs> Twins. I'm such a fan. Yeah, me too. Um, the I often, I like listening to a lot of music from a drummer's perspective, mm. but music that doesn't have drums so yeah. so like Avril 14 yeah you know that Aphex Twin song is just ding, piano ding, ding. Yeah. yeah he's got lots of those yeah yeah I mean that album's just dense Drugs, yeah yeah um, and brilliant mm. um, but to me I, I remember there was a band did a cover of that song on piano and the cover they did it was all very pushy and pulley and expressive mm-hmm. which you know is lovely but Bit much well to me it missed the point yeah. and it's not for me to say what the point is but to my ears it's so mechanical it's it's odd it's such an odd listen because it's a beautiful song yeah. but, but it's so on beat so mechanical yeah you know and rhythmic yeah. and i guess the piano is a a percussion instrument technically. yeah he definitely sees it as that yeah i think yeah so that was that was a lovely thing um yeah. you, and you said about playing with the heart i, I was looking on the gretch website because you're you use gretch and you use them exclusively with paloma faith yeah yeah and you said your advice to drummers is listen and play with your heart <laughs> is that just your baseline i think approach? so I think it really is like a, well that's what I've always done and I've I've had a lot I've got a lot of enjoyment out of it and yeah. I think it's about just having fun really. Yeah. Um so I think to facilitate your, your yourself having as much fun as possible in in any area it might be pop or doing your own thing or jazz I think you just have to play from what you feel is real. Yeah. From where you think it's real and um it should be true. Definitely. Mm. So that, I mean, Paloma Faith, that's a big gig and you've done, you've played with Goldfrap 
and you've worked we were just talking before recording uh with get the blessing when old clive Deemer was probably off, clive off, Deemer. off with radiohead or porter's <laughs> head or whatever he was doing yeah um these are all pretty big gigs and the paloma faith album has gone platinum yeah that's platinum great i mean congrats what a great <laughs> thing to be i didn't play with. on it actually but oh, well, i did anyway. i did tour the album the, that album and you're um, still touring that yeah uh in dribs and drabs it's yeah. the, the end of the circuit now um that campaign um but we're doing like little promo bits and pieces and things yeah um she's also doing some acting oh um, yeah she's in like a, a uh what is it batman spin-off tv oh, right. show oh fair yeah. enough she's a very talented lady yeah um yeah so we're sort of employed as and when yeah going okay. forward um but it's good because i get a lot of time to um put in other things basically yeah um, is this worldwide touring that, that she do? her market is mainly in the UK. Okay. So we pummeled the UK. Yeah. <laughs> um, round and round, uh, and did a load of festivals last year. Cool. Uh, well, it started in um, 2017 actually, so right. we've been on that for a while. Yeah. And tell me about the Gretsch kit that you're using. You like a broadcaster, I right hear. Yeah. So that's the broadcaster with the, the classic sizes. So the shallow kick drum, mm. 2214, um, 13, 16, 18. Yeah. Um, and a couple of, what is it? Chrome over brass snares. Nice. Hammered ones. Lovely. You know, the ones that are trying to be uh, 400, <laughs> but they're not quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, understood. I would dip it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I can get rid of that. Yeah. Um, so let's get to cymbals. Uh, mm. That's that's why we're here, I suppose. Yeah. So what, what do you favour in terms of cymbals? Um, I really like the light the K lights oh nice yeah. and I usually use them with a few Constantinopoles basically. very nice just or ev- anything dark and big yeah is nothing my vibe nothing too pingy and heavy and yeah d- d- it's not nice for my ears no <laughs> that's true <laughs> and are they okay to, to tour as well you know if you're playing yeah. huge great big audiences yeah, they- yeah the Paloma gig is um, yeah I mean I don't break symbols I've never broken a symbol in my life okay um, but th- yeah I, I chose quite big ones so 15k's on the, on the hats oh yeah um, I actually only use 15s now because right. I think they're the nicest yeah yeah I don't know what the physics is um, but they just sound great can you can I slightly bigger yeah can I just probe on that a yes, bit more like yes. what, what maybe you can you tell say, me well no I'm, I'm just interested in your thoughts you say yeah. nicest what if you can kind of describe the sound and I know that's not an easy yeah, thing yeah um, they're dark they're um, they're darker lower in pitch yeah um, less shimmery mm. um, more complex mm. um, I think and you can get quite trashy with them sure yeah what like sloshy sloshy kind of, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Uh, which I like to do a lot yeah and um, I just find it more pleasing and because there's less high frequencies within yeah, the right. tone yeah that just pleases my ear no fair enough yeah. so you can still be dynamic totally yeah, uh, yeah you've got all of that range yeah um, I don't need to hit any of those tops <laughs> at all yeah so I don't need anything bigger than, um, smaller than that smaller than a 15 yeah and so that um, what did you say? You've got like a ride, obviously. Do you have mm-hmm. two crashes mm. up? So the Paloma setup is a little bit different because it's more, um, you need more crashy stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 17 uh, inch Constantinople uh, crash and mm. then a 19 crash ride. Going all odd sizes. On the right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Exactly. And then a 22 light K for the light, yeah, the light ride. Yeah. Which is, 
amazing symbol. Yeah, you can beautiful. do anything with that. Yeah, so so coming back to dynamics, I think yeah. it's not like you've just got a pingy ride for the riding no. and then bang, there's a crash. No. They, it sounds like that kind of setup is kind of almost one thing that yeah. you can gel together. Yes, completely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and this is what I'm always trying to do with symbols: is yeah. they're, they're like glue. I want oh, yeah. them to feel like they belong to each other and you can use them um, like for crescendos in that way. Yeah. Uh, so there isn't one that does one thing, just that. I'd like them to all be quite washy, Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. that. I mean, as as a symbol maker, I've given mm. up calling any of what I make a ride or a crash. Yeah, nice. You know, they for me, they do everything, like you were yeah. saying. So, so yeah. like a, I, I quite like big thinish dark rides yes exactly and like i recorded an album just using 224s mm, that yum. was slightly different in character oh and, yeah and a set of hats but yeah um, they did everything you yeah. could get the shoulder of the stick on them yeah. for a little lightning strike kind of thing yeah 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 i need one of those okay i'll, I'll make you one <laughs> just wait there a minute <laughs> yeah so um are you endorsed are you with zildjian yeah zildjian yeah yeah, yeah. um they've been very supportive for years, actually, yeah. um, since I got the golf rap gig in 2010, um, mm-hmm. they've just sent me stuff. Good. And then you can send stuff back and they give you a replacement or if yeah. your tastes change, which happens a lot. Sure. Or you're on a different gig, you just swap them out. Yeah. Um, and then for the Paloma one, she, yeah, she, um, Tina Clark, oh, yeah. amazing woman. Yeah. Love her. Um, she just, yeah, she just sent me the, the 15K hats. Lovely. I was like, Sick. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah, I, th- I think she knows sort of what I like now as well, oh, that's which is, good. So which you've is got really a, cool. Got a rapport rather than just yeah, a, yeah, a contact. Yeah, they're yeah. they're really supportive. That's great. Very very nice people. They really care. Yeah, and they they hold um, artist events, and we all go. All the dramas hung out. <laughs> yeah, well that that brings me on to the clinics. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, you've just done a little run of of mm. clinic tours yes. like at, at BIM yes uh, sort of Br- British music school and the UK drum show as well yeah and we were talking again before before we started recording because I've got one of these kind of talks coming up and I haven't got a clue what to expect it's the first one I've ever done and I said I don't know whether to prepare something or not and you instantly went don't just, just don't bother so <laughs> yeah. have you learned that through experience or? yeah I think so um I actually, the first one I did, the UK drum show, I didn't, I purposefully didn't prepare any talking. Mm. I just wanted them to ask things. Right. So I had to get to that point that would make it comfortable for them to ask. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Were you playing as well? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like a performance. It's like mm-hmm. a gig. So I'd, I'd, I'd had the Paloma set up with the broadcaster and the Zildjian and all the triggers and stuff. So lots yeah. of, lots of electronics going on. Um, so there's lots of things for them to ask about. Yeah. And they tend to zone in on that, actually. They're like, how you, how did you set up the show? Um, what what gear are you using for that? What okay. are the triggers doing? Have you got external triggers? Right. Things like that, you know. Yeah, I can imagine it somewhere like the UK drum show, there's yeah. going to be gear yeah. questions. But in all of the colleges, they're really yeah. asking about that. That's great. Well. Were there any questions that caught you off guard? Any unexpected um, curveballs? Actually... Actually, no. Um, they were all very nice, and uh, mm. uh, there's some questions about my hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But not really off guard. Just sort of like, oh, okay. Can yeah. I ask about that? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but as I said, it's quite tech heavy. Yeah. The questions usually. But you, you obviously know what you're talking about. You know, you've been doing this long. <laughs> I've enough. been doing it a long time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very comfortable with talking about anything. Really. Yeah. 
And um, and then yeah, they can come and have a look and have a play and stuff. And like you meet them and talk in person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get up quite close to them and yeah. just make make them feel comfortable. Yeah, and, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, and going back to gear, um, you've got a drum tech. Is this right on mm. on the? Is that on the Paloma tour? I'd imagine. Yeah, there's one on the Paloma tour. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lovely chap called Cam, mm-hmm. who I love very much, and he sorts it all out. Good. Um, there's another guy, there's a guy that I use who's an old friend of mine called Martin Oldham, who is uh, probably one of the nicest and most lovely men in the world. Yeah. And he's very into vintage gear. Okay. So he found my super classic from 76. Oh, nice. For me, because I wanted one. Yeah. He was like, I've got the one. <laughs> I'm like, cool. <laughs> nice. I was just like, buy it, because I knew that it would be great. Yeah. And it and, was. And it was, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's around the corner. You can kind of have a look. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then a superphonic, uh, six, um, six and a half, uh, 402 mm-hmm. from 78. Nice. So he found me those. He's into that thing. So yeah. if I need something like that, um, he's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So what, the first guy, sorry, was Cam? Cam Atkinson. Cam Atkinson. Yeah. Yeah. So he does a lot of different techings okay. on, on the show. So he'll, oh, he's, right. he's responsible for drums and loads of other things as well. Right. You, yeah. And you're happy giving over control of how your like your kit set up. Yeah, you... I mean it's it's fine. It's yeah. like it's totally cool. Yeah, it's the same every night. Yeah, I, I think it's good <laughs> when you're working on that level. I mean, I remember doing some festivals, like working kind of mid-level stuff. We weren't traveling with um, with techs or anything. Mm. Uh, I think it was a festival in Spain. I think it was Primavera. And when it was our turn to set up, I I got up onto the drum riser and suddenly there were like. You know when there's just 10 people who've been standing around for ages and then suddenly each one's got one part of the kit and they just plonk it on the stage, yeah. chuck a mic on it. It's yeah. like, hang on a minute, that, that doesn't go there. And I find it very hard. I think I'm very particular or very nervous or both. <laughs> I, I like to sit and tweak and yeah. set my own stuff up, really. Yeah. You know, not saying one's better than the other, but I think, I guess if your setup's the same every single night yeah, and you've got someone you trust. yes. That is literally to the inch. It's yeah. exactly the same. Oh, well, that's great. Um, that's really good. Yes, that thing. But I know what you mean, because I've been there with other artists that don't... They're, they're, you know, the budget's not big enough to yeah. have their tech. And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it is, it is annoying when things are not quite right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's move on. Um, you mentioned Gene Krupa. Yes. Briefly, their yeah. uh, big influence. Biggest, in, in Biggest influence, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I noticed you'd written about Gene Krupa and also Greg Saunier. Oh, yeah. As two of your influences. And Dave King. And Dave King. Yeah. Yeah. So those I wanted, are my three. Uh, the three. All right. Yeah. Just for the record, those are the three. <laughs> I just wanted to, to kind of bring Gene Krupa and Greg Saunier into mm. the mix because they're two very different drummers. Yes, I'd but say. I think they come from the same place. Sure. In the, in the the soul. Yeah, right. I was talking to Sam Wistonoff on the previous episode mm. about Greg Saunier yeah. from Deerhoof. Uh, he's a great, great drummer. Um, so yeah, he he's him. just got such a small setup. Hasn't yeah. He? Have you seen him? Big play? hats. Great big hats. Really but does big he play hats. with hats? Because I was talking to Sam about this. We were trying to work out if it was just the symbol that he uses. Oh, they're actually they're crash symbols. They're crash symbols as hats, and yes. then he's got a giant ride. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he'll have right. something like the twenty-four of, of which you speak. Yeah. Which I need. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um, in progress. Uh, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> um, yes. Exactly. Really small setup. Really 
almost broken but really groovy mm. Mm. it all comes from new orleans it all comes from new orleans mm. like yeah it's so wicked yeah i did a lot of new orleans stuff with lillian Boutte of new orleans yeah um so i got really into that when i was doing a lot of jazz stuff cool um and then when i got more into that sort of wonky rock stuff um because of bristol actually yeah people, people playing different like stuff i hadn't heard before like it's like a mix between um, uh, improvised jazz and rock sure yeah like Get the Blessing like mm-hmm. Rackish like Lifman. Um then I was like okay these two belong in the same place like yeah right it yeah. comes from there great that second line yeah groove you you say the thing about I, I don't know if you were referring to the kit or the playing of, of Greg Saunier like looking broken yeah it's but, the but playing I think it's yeah. both yeah you know, yeah well yeah yeah just he's quite him. sort of and maybe as a person as well yeah he's I mean, so, wild. he's he seems so lovely I yeah. just want to hang out with him oh well and if you're listening the Greg then yeah, yeah. <laughs> come and hang out they're one of my favorite bands they're amazing yeah yeah I love them they're inspirational really yeah. They do something different every album. They've got loads of albums, really prolific. Yeah. They work together. It never feels forced either no. to me. I, I can't remember which album it was, but one of them, they would all they they go in one by one and record their parts with no uh, one else present. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember which album. I can't remember which album that is either. Uh, yeah, and then just so kind many of, of them. come back at the end of the day or the session and, and listen in and see what grew from that which yeah. is such a nice way of mm. just a simple little idea mm. informing the whole rest of the process yeah it's lovely it's, obviously with the songs there yes um but it's collaborative and i think that's really important for bands yeah oh, to God, feel yeah. like they're all doing you're all doing your own bit and that it's yeah. valid and yeah and moving from there into the next uh bit of where your band's going like the the future of it and how it progresses yeah. is then really interesting. Yeah. And um, for, for Mesodorm in particular, it's just brought us closer. Yeah. Doing that. Um, yeah, I think I really think it's good. And playing together a lot yeah. is, is lovely. Yeah, very important. <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to yeah. be in a band, yeah, you want to play together. Yeah, but a lot of people don't do it. Yeah. And I think it's sad. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Well, they make it on the computer and then they make the live version and then the next album yeah. they play computer again and then the live version comes mm. from that. But... I think it should be all happening at the same time yeah I, I guess it depends perhaps if it's like the brainchild of a yeah you know a, a composer for example who yes then hires a band I suppose but then still so you've got to get in the room and work together and, yeah you know. and that can be a completely different thing that yeah. as you say like artist and bands um, yeah that's how I, I'm often employed and I so didn't want my band to do that yeah well good <laughs> sounds like you're not so that's, that's yeah. perfect so you started playing trumpet is that right when mm. you were young, young, young. Yeah, when I was about seven. Oh, yeah? I thought that was the thing that I wanted to do. <laughs> do you still play? Do you play other instruments? Um, no, I don't play trumpet anymore. I play a bit guitar. Yeah. Um, mainly write little bits and pieces on guitar. And then I've got a load of synths at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, keysy things, yeah. stringy things. Got ukulele. Um, sing a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Mesodorm project, we're, we're just all singing all the time. Great. Lots of big BBs. Um, yeah, so there's lots of musicy, musicy things that happen things. that aren't drums. Yeah, what took you to the kit then? What did you see someone playing? Go, yeah, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, well, it was in the first band was a concert band, and I was on the fourth trumpet stand, mm-hmm. which is boring. <laughs> Uh, everyone on percussion was having like a whale of a time. They were like, have, they were laughing, they were throwing stuff at each other. Yeah, they were like, 
playing the party side of things oh it was so yeah. good and I was like I want to be there so I asked the conductor if I could move and he was like yeah sure <laughs> you can read um, mm-hmm. yeah of course I can read I've been reading the thing on, yeah. the, on the trumpet um, yeah. and yeah so that was all that was all great and it sort of went from there there was a really cool percussion tutor called Chris Higgins who's always been a very uh, I cite him as sort of the guy that basically showed me how to do a lot of the basic stuff right on kit so oh, yeah. like, like how to play uh, time oh, okay. and swing band and things like that he, yeah. he basically was just like this is it go and do cool. things yeah. yeah and he was he was just amazing and uh, yeah really helped me with all of the things and I was doing in the concert band I was doing all the auxiliary stuff timps and then there was a drum kit seat as well yeah. so we all sort of switched around and yeah. played a bit of everything nice it's really cool yeah Kingston Youth Concert Band are still going are great they? great support network oh that's for good young musicians yeah and people of that age like seven and up or is it a bit uh, older yeah or? I was quite tiny um <laughs> But actually, yeah, seven was when I started. I think I joined that band when I was 12. Right, okay. So I was still quite tiny. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. It's good. That, yeah. I mean, at the moment with, you know, politics and everything and mm. cuts to schools mm. and arts funding and music. Yeah. It's good that there's some out there. Yeah. That come must come from Arts Council, I think. Yeah. Going straight to Kingston Music Service. Yeah. And they've always been very prolific and uh, active in the community. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm guessing that they're still getting that money through, which is That's great. great. Yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. Really so good. You're, you're trained. You say you can read. Obviously, you've, you've studied music. Yeah. I was seeing as well that you, you when you are in London, you started meeting up and playing with other musicians, playing soul, jazz, indie and metal. Like as a, <laughs> when I, know, when I grew up, yeah. So, yeah, growing up in like South West London, uh, we just made bands with, yeah. with mates. Yeah. Usually with people that were older than me. Because uh-huh. I was always... I was just playing from very young and then I was suddenly doing gigs in pubs from like the age of 13. Yeah. And they were like 18, 19. So how are your metal... Chops. Well, <laughs> you still enjoy it was more that? like metal, like Rage Against the Machine is metal. So oh, okay. not really no, metal. Sort of angry. Yeah, just sort yeah. of like thrashy. Yeah. Which I still enjoy doing now. Yeah. An element of it anyway. Um, but yeah, I think I, I once got bought a double kick pedal and then I was like, no. <laughs> no no <laughs> Pantera covers coming. Yeah. Or... I love Pantera Do actually. I, I, was, yeah. I was always a big fan. Oh yeah. Um, but his drumming is quite simple. Yeah. Um, and just uh, in uh, like a, I don't know. Again, I think he that he drums from his heart. Mm, cool. And uh, it's all uh, makes sense, and it's necessary. Yeah. Every, every stroke is necessary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that reminds me of again the last episode with Sam Wistinoff. We were talking about growing up listening to grunge, mm. and uh, Dave Grohl, who was a massive influence on me. Yeah. Um, and I sent him a Queens of the Stone Age track, you know, yeah. No One Knows. And oh, it, was, yeah. it was a live version. Dave Grohl and, one, yeah. Yeah, and Sam isn't such a big fan of Dave, Dave Grohl's playing. And yeah. I was trying to say, you know, just kind of watch this. The song's really good. And he, everything's in the right place, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Um, it's powerful, yes. There's not really dynamic, but this song doesn't need dynamics. No. And, and he's still not sold, so we're going yeah. <laughs> to fight well, about that. Well, that's always my issue with Dave Grohl is that there's no dynamic. Yeah. Um, obviously, I love Nirvana. Yeah. Everyone loves Nirvana. And yeah. the, the way the drums are recorded on the the Nirvana albums, it's just like, yeah. they sound wicked. Yeah. They're, they're, there's lots of space in them. Mm. Um, uh, and you can hear the tone. 
and so it doesn't sound like he's just leathering all the time oh yeah do you know okay. what I mean yeah I guess in, the way in... the way I don't know how that is but and then in the later things with Queens of the Stone Age it's really highly compressed everything's at yeah. the same level so I don't like it I, I can't get with it yeah much. so it was when I sent this song that no one knows and I listened to the live version I think it was at Glastonbury in mm. 2002 yeah and then I listened back to the studio version I thought actually I prefer the live version yeah um because it's the reason got we were more dynamics actually yeah, yeah yeah the reason we were talking about it is because i i believe this is true the drums were recorded and then the cymbals were recorded oh yeah in that session yes that very famously yeah yeah which yeah. uh i've never done personally mm. and you know they obviously they made a creative decision mm. and it's fine it's, it's still a good song it sounds great i yeah. think and yeah i i like dave i think it's i said to sam it's that thing where i grew up with it yeah and so i have a special place for yeah. it yeah um it's like to be totally honest i'm not a big fan of joy division and uh, it just yeah. reminds me of that and loads of people will me, me. fight to the death to yeah I'm to defend really them and i think a lot of people just grew up with yes them, nostalgia you know? is very powerful yeah thing. yeah totally yeah yeah but he's a funny man though dave grohl yeah. He, it comes from a good place. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. I, so, and I, I think like that's him. important as well to have a lot of, a, a bit of humour going on. Yeah. Not, not take yourself too seriously. So what else is on your radar metal wise? I, I'm a big fan of uh, like some tool and yeah. things like that. I was that. really into it. that when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, which is why I sort of cited it there because I was in a lot of bands that were playing covers of like Rage and Tool. And, yeah. And it was just around then, you know, we, it was, that was the time for new metal. <laughs> yeah, this is true, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but I, I don't listen to it now, you know. No, really. I revisit every now and again. Yeah. Like I was listening to some Faith No More and, oh, and yeah. stuff the other day and thought, oh, this is actually really good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Tool, you know, they've been working on a new album for 60 years or something. Yeah. And, and it just keeps not coming. Yeah, um, they Danny... concept, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And to me, they kind of lost the edge a little bit mm. but Danny Carey's drumming is something mm. I love yeah uh, there's something about his precision mm -hmm. and precision is often a word that can be used negatively but mm. I think in his sense it's very dark kind of yeah. precision that yeah. just gives it this kind of edge gravitas of, yeah, yeah 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 and going to symbols I do this on every episode you know yeah. I my my goal is to keep this podcast broad and yeah I, I should talk about symbols That's a little okay. bit. <laughs> um, yeah, his he's got lots of symbols going on, and he's yeah. got this very interesting approach to setting up the kit. It's all about I don't know how much of it's just kind of show and nonsense, mm. but <clears throat> about physicality, and there's mm. almost like feng shui of the kit. Okay, yeah, you know he's got this uh, kind of just symbols. If there's one there on the left, it's got to be there on the right as well, but slightly different pitch. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Wow. But yeah. I didn't know that it was that involved. I think there's space for things like that. Um, there's a fill on 10,000 Days. <laughs> I, I think it's in The Grudge, which is just a... Do you know that album? I don't know it that well. Um, there's no. A, it just introduces a section and the bass drum just goes one, two, three, four, one, two, and goes in like single beats then you know double time then okay. triplets then, uh, okay. then sixteenths and yeah. then cuts off okay and it kind of works you yeah. know it's an idea first and foremost if that makes sense yes but I think it yeah. works yeah you know I think with the yeah as I said like I think with those things like it like in any composition actually I think the as long as it sounds musical mm. it doesn't matter how you've got there 
Yeah. And then so yeah, you can almost comment. like not even mention the concept thing. It's fine for yeah. me not to know about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I quite like people hiding stuff in music though. Like again, yeah. Aphex Twin. Yeah. If you run some of his songs through a spec trommeter or I whatever. heard about this yeah, yeah you get like his demonic face in the readout and stuff he and loves it doesn't he just mucking around yeah you know. exactly it's taking the piss as it is so important yeah yeah, yeah that's fine having fun with it yeah okay let's um let's go back to like gold frap how long did you play with gold frap uh, I was in the band for about two two and a bit years yeah and we did a world tour um 2010 yeah that album's called head first oh yeah and yeah we went everywhere and did lots of gigs yeah. and had lots of fun. Um, that was a hybrid setup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they liked to do, um, they liked to set it up so the electronics were quite separate from the acoustics. Right. Whereas what, what I do now is I incorporate the two. Okay. So acoustic triggers are really integral for that. Right. So then you can hear the sample and a nice big drum, which is great. <laughs> and instead of separating them. Were you, play, think, were you playing both though? Yeah, but, I was still playing both, but... Yeah. Um, but you, you, you're either sort of playing an electronic groove, right? Or you're playing an acoustic. Okay, groove. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I see. Yeah. So, and I think since then, I think there've been some sort of te- technological advances that make it easier to sort of incorporate mm. the two things. Mm. Were you were you playing Zildjian then as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Zildjian and um, <clears throat> I can't remember what kit I was playing. I think I was playing a Premier, an old Premier that I had. Yeah. Or maybe the old Beverly. Got Beverly from 74 that oh, I just nice. love. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Lovely. Oh my God, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> um, so like traveling, this is again something I mentioned in the previous episode, is traveling with, with gear. Obviously, I mean, the Gold Frap tour must have been a pretty big affair. Yeah. You know, it's, Everything's freighted. Yeah. 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 So you weren't, you weren't like carrying symbols on no. to aeroplanes and no. hoping for the best. No. no. I did... Um, I went uh, after that tour. I then went to Europe with Get the Blessing, and then oh, I had yeah. to carry my symbols again. Oh, okay. And, uh, and they made Jake, it. Jake was was famously laughing at me. <laughs> and they were going, "It's not like this with golf rap, is it? <laughs> Back to earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mean, that's okay. Like I, I enjoy that. I yeah. Really, really enjoy sort of hauling my gear around sometimes. Yeah. I feel a bit useless sometimes when I turn up on the on the drum riser that's really high on the Paloma gig and I haven't done anything well that was basically my basically just bloody turned up <laughs> that was my useless. thing about setting up it's like I can't really I don't want to stand there and watch someone else yeah. do it yeah but like I said though if you've got your own tech yeah great, I fine, mean that's his job them. yeah um, yeah totally his or her job yeah um and yeah uh it's it, yeah it is funny moving between the two but I enjoy it I get a lot out of sort of variety in Mm. life in general. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, the the reason I said about traveling with symbols was just watching them being loaded into the plane and thinking, (laughs) you know, will they come back? Yeah. When I I have flown, like doing, uh, when I was with Lillian, we used to tour um, around Europe a lot. So Mm. I'd literally just take a couple of nice symbols that I liked. Yeah. I'd always take my um, Super Zin, five-star Super Zin oh, Do you know them? Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. I've got them around the corner. Um, have a look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 40 quid on eBay. Yeah, there's some... So amazing. Uh, you know what? I get a lot of those come through the workshop for uh, either a little modification right. or, or repairs. Ah. 
And people are catching on. Yeah. I think they're really, really yeah. nice symbols. I bought some for my dad. Did you? Yeah, I bought him some fourteen-inch ones. Yeah. So he could do some little home recording. So he's he plays. Obviously. He play he plays everything, but he's not a drummer. Right. But he kind of wants to be. Okay. Um, but he writes songs, plays bass, guitar. Oh, nice. um, he plays strings as well. He was a cello player when he was younger. Right. Um, so yeah, he can do all the string stuff. And then yeah, he just wanted to put down real drums as a little sort of track for him to write with yeah yeah so i gave him an old yamaha snare i had and super zins and he's got a really nice old k crash that i had as well yeah just give them to him nice <laughs> yeah. gift he loves it is this where you you got your musicality then was it in your family yeah it's it's directly from him i'd say yeah yeah and then uh we would sing a lot around the piano when we were little oh, yeah. lots of singing lots of harmony singing from nice. very young um, and yeah, just doing a lot of music all together. Cool. Yeah, and the Lucy, my older sister, was in that band, the concert band as well. She used to play sax and flute. Mm-hmm. And uh, my little sister is a really a great um, piano player. She mm-hmm. like took to like um, uh, just reading and playing lovely, just grade eight pieces. Like you know, yeah. just, she was just really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice, nice to have music around yeah. you. And, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got a lot from it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got two young boys and I, I've i never done the kiddie music thing with mm. them, as in like sitting in the car playing wheels on the bus. So partly because I'd go completely insane. <laughs> yes, I think you would. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always just tried to play what I like, nice. you know, and see what, you know, if great. they like music, great. If they don't, whatever. Yeah. It's totally fine. But they, they do kind of sing along and there's the cat sneezing Aww. again. <laughs> yeah they do sing along and and they they pick out some odd stuff sometimes like my youngest says i really like fighty music fighty like, music yeah if i put on something really heavy and like th- rage um it's a band called all pigs must die oh. which maybe i shouldn't have put on i mean it's not there's no kind of swearing or anything it's no. just very heavy music cool um yeah and he loves That's it it's good to be into that man yeah i suppose yeah Idol, idols would be a good one because they are Do you know what? I've not, excellent role models. I've not really heard Idols. I must say they're Do making it. waves at the moment. They're just Obviously, brilliant. Bristol based. They're just bloody brilliant. Yeah. Did you yeah. see them? Lyrically, the message, the way they sound, every little part on every little song is yeah. brilliant. They played in Bristol last week? I it, think I they think? were on tour, yeah. yeah. I still haven't seen them live. We, okay. we kind of know... We know one of the guys, Blythe used to work with him, and I know their manager as well, actually, he's a mate of mine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, soon we will we will get to see them. Yeah. Their like, albums are just incredible. I think they've just done, like, a North American tour. and, and They've been really, away. Yeah, setting the yeah. world alight a Yeah, bit well, the they should, because the message is strong oh, and I should good. go and see them. Yeah, and <coughs> excellent role models yeah. for children. Yeah, good. Really good. Let's go on to symbols. One, again, mm-hmm. one thing I've brought up a few times um which is on my radar as a symbol maker is symbol fashion mm. and mm-hmm. you mentioned like big hi-hats mm. uh, that's been a big fashion and also the thing about holes in symbols mm. and bells and jingles and all this have you got any particular feelings on that do you kind of follow what's going on from manufacturers or anything yeah they they often keep you updated with their new products so zildjian will will write to you and say we've got this new thing right or if we've got a an artist event coming up they make they they're like really like look at these new things yeah. come come over here and they take you over there and 
play them a bit and you're like, oh, not as good as my ones. No, <laughs> no they are, the, the things they make are just incredible mm. and really, they do look for gaps in the market and try and fill them. Yeah. Um, but the ones with all the whole, the, the, the circle holes in, as they're not for me, no. really. They're too close to the china. Are you not a fan for, of the china? No, because right. it's too, it's like a clinical trash. I like to oh, make a different sort of trash with like maybe stacking okay. symbols. So I used that one that we were talking about earlier, the Ludwig. Oh, yeah. The Ludwig oh. symbol. Yeah. I tend to put that on other symbols and then right. maybe an old little splash I've got or something in between them. Right. Like three, maybe three. Okay. I used that with high contrast quite a lot, actually. And that was, that satisfied my need to have that sort of trashy thing without sure. needing to look like I had a china right. or, or a holy symbol. Yeah. But li- <laughs> listening to a lot of metal, like, China's are a kind of prerequisite in, yeah. in a lot of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. For that so kind of raw, you know. I think I went off it quite quickly. <laughs> okay. You know, your taste just changes yeah. when, you, when you get older. Yeah. And I never actually had one. Um, I was more, I was more into just sort of leathering a, a normal crash. Really. Yeah. Fair enough. And and then and then I just wanted big symbols. Mm. Uh, so the Mesodorm setup is actually um, two rides. Again, they they wash. Yeah. Really nicely. So Constantinople 21 and then actually a Bosphorus. Am I allowed to keep that in? <laughs> it's a... No, I can't even... No. Yes, keep it in. Keep it in because it's a really good symbol. Okay. And Zildjian aren't making it yet. Okay. And they Can need I ask to. what it is? It's just a very, very light ride. Okay. It's really, really light. Is it um, and it's is, dark. Is it lathed? What what's is it like fully lathed or is it? I don't know. Can you come and maybe I'll come have, and a have a look at look. it? Later? Yeah, as in like it's not a raw surface. There's, no, it's, it's yeah, it's lathed. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, it's uh, twenty inches and it's incredibly light, so it sort of wiggles. Ah, uh, lots of wobble in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's that. really great. Yeah, um, and none of the Zildjian ones do that yet. Mm. And I've been asking, I've like, can you make a Constantinople that's that light? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we've got the high and the low one. I was like, no, it's not about that. It needs yeah. to be lighter. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. So that's the only thing that I found that they can't do. Okay. So I tend to just, because I, I, I really like the way it sounds with the Constantinople yeah. and the Super Zin hats. Okay, oh, right. That's so just quite kind a, of, yeah, nice little mix. Yeah, so that's my, my personal thing I like to just carry around in my symbol bag if I'm yeah if I'm doing any like jazz thing actually that works mm-hmm. uh, works for Mesodorm works for chair fight which is a more sort of punky thing that we do and um, yeah I find that covers a lot of bases yeah for me I mean the Constantinople's have got that kind of dark breath thing yeah going on and yeah. Bosphorus are pretty good at, at these kind of dark yeah complex yeah, I think that symbol's kind of magic. Yeah. Oh, come and have yeah. a look. I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, I've I one option is to is to modify a Zildjian, you know. Right. But you know, we'll talk about that afterwards yeah, yeah. when I'm, oh, when so I'm making your writing. Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. But yeah. like, so with with China's and and this sort of thing, mm. you, you talked about Gene Krupa and thinking back to those kinds of drummers that you had the swishes and yeah, those kinds of symbols. Yeah, there's a lot symbols. of rivets going on. Yeah, rivets and things. But not Gene. He didn't really use those. No, I was that just... came later. Yeah, thinking more, yeah, this, that sort of time or that kind of drumming. Yeah. Um, like the the line between swishes and chinas, obviously they're different symbols, but mm. there's a similar kind of 
character it's like to a them. speciality symbol yeah yeah i i did always love the sound of the rivets and um actually what i would like is i've got a very dark um uh what is it it's um it's a very dense ride with a rivet so but that's too dense for me dense as in it's really uh heavy okay really right. heavy it's like yeah, almost yeah. like a Z. Oh, right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. With a thing, uh, with, with, with a, a rivet. rivet. And, um, but I, it works, but only if you hit it quite hard. Mm. So what, what I'd actually love is a, just a very, very light, uh, like a light Constantinople mm. with some rivets in. Mm. And then, again, I wouldn't use it all the time, yeah. but it would satisfy my need to sort of play really quietly and yeah. still hear hear the rivet and the wash bit of smoky yeah I, I do really like that sound yeah yeah i used to have an earth ride if you ever oh yes uh, yeah, yeah. you could drive a tank over it and yes. it, nothing would happen for some reason i had one of those i i i, I got a load of cymbals when i bought a, a, my first drum kit it came with some cymbals that were second hand from actually the guy that i told you about that was the percussion tutor oh yeah in, in the kingston band yeah and uh, yeah, he just gave me loads of stuff, and one of them was the Earth Ride. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a beast. It was. It was a beast. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? Like just starting somewhere, you're like, oh, I have these symbols. Mm. Kind of, you play them, and you're like, oh, I don't really. I want something else. Yeah. And then, and then you suddenly you find something else, and you move from one thing to the other, and then you finally sort of arrive at something that you find tasteful yeah i think it's a bit of an endless quest for some mm. people and yeah you know that's that's a good thing i suppose yeah. in lots of ways but i remember when i started touring i was quite young and uh, the first gig i ever did abroad excuse me was in france um and i just had like a peisty 302 mm. like yeah ho- no offense peisty but it was horrible <laughs> but at the time was it he- it's heavy it was heavy yeah. it was just like, like pressed a on a machine yeah, yeah. like 20 inch i think yeah. just pressed probably Ugh. brass it, it just wasn't nice real real entry level stuff mm. and i was there touring you know but i just didn't know any better yeah you know and it yeah. was only there's a there's a website called symbols only.com i don't mm. know if you know that it's, i haven't been on that it's no. this guy tony in new york who stocks mm. bosphorus uh istanbul zildjian mm. peisty sabian but usually just the kind of like the artisans and the hand hammered kind of stuff right and someone pointed me to that and i went oh hold on there's there's better symbols yeah. than this pressed <laughs> piece of brass yeah and so that started me on the on a quest for for different sounds yeah but like on this website there's a sound file of literally every single symbol like yeah. hit on the bell hit on the oh, wow. you know with a little drum pattern alongside Fantastic. and so you can spend a night just going yeah. mad yeah listening to them it's nice because you you think there's one i love and yeah. then you think i'm not going to buy it and then you buy it yeah you know you just chuck money at it <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's worth spending money on though yeah because, yeah it's, you have to find the right thing yeah because that when i bought that Bos- bosphorus zildjian has sent me so many things and i just played it and i was like yeah i need that yeah and I still use no, it all the time. And you've got time. it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to go with your instinct. Yeah, I think so. Great. Now, yeah, um, you've got to shoot off for a rehearsal pretty yes. shortly, so I I'll, we'll just wrap it up. Um, you, Am I right in thinking you got married? I did, recently? yeah. Congratulations. Got... Oh, thanks. How's married life treating you? It's lovely, yeah. yeah. We're having a lovely time. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's bliss, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as it was before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just nice to know that we're, we're now married and... 
yeah, we just we just have a really nice time. Great. Yeah, very you, lucky to find each other. Do you tour together? Or? No, she's not a musician. She's a nurse. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. In London? Based yeah. In London? yeah. Yeah. She's a clinical nurse specialist in hydrocephalus right. at uh, University of London Hospital. Yeah, she's very bright. Cool. She just did a master's in neuroscience. So yeah. We're like opposite people. Mm. <laughs> Apparently they attract. Don't yeah. they? I really think so. Yeah. It's nice to be with someone that's not doing music. And I think, yeah, okay. I think she likes to uh, be with someone that's doing something completely different. So we don't talk yeah. about work. We might talk about work a bit yeah. with each other, but we, you know, we're not that in, involved in that way. So it's, yeah. it's kind of like a breath of fresh air, really. I mean, I've often wondered about being in a band with someone you're also in a relationship I've done with. it many have, times, have you? yeah. What's your experience? Or um, yeah, I mean, it was, it's say. really great. And then, um, well, one of them is now uh, in Mesodom. So oh, okay. he's like one of one of my best friends. Okay, cool. So yeah, he was like the first, my first big relationship. Sure. Um, and yes, yeah, so, uh, and, and and in fact, the other two in the band were also a couple. So it's kind of like Abba. <laughs> yeah. Something, you know. Uh, yeah. So there was a lot of when we broke up. It was like, oh god, what's going to happen? It's a bit of Fleetwood Mac going. Yeah, on. yeah. Yeah. Not not no switcheroos or anything horrible <laughs> okay. like that. Um, yeah. But Parts yeah, it was. It, it was touch and go, like whether that band would would move on. And actually, what's happened is that band is now Mesodorm. Right. But it was a different band before, with different songs and style. Yeah. But we we always wanted to work together, so we uh, it just was natural. We just fell into mm. doing this new thing, and now none of us are romantically involved. Right. We're just the greatest friends. Good. Mm. So it's working. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so what's coming up for Macedon? You say you're just going off on a tour. Yeah, so we released the acoustic album on Friday, and the tour yeah. starts tomorrow Great. in Bristol. In Bristol, yeah, sold out at the Forge. Okay, um, which would be lovely. And then we're going to the Barrow House in Totnes, mm-hmm. and then Rose Hill in Brighton, and then we're back in London doing a lovely church in London called St Mary's Music Hall. Okay, and then we're going up north, so we're going Newcastle, uh, Glasgow, Edinburgh. And then Manchester. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll pop some links in the show notes. Sick. Uh, yeah. So if you want to check out Daisy's output, and there's plenty of it, then yeah, go and have a look. Uh, she's also on the Gretsch site, uh, yeah. so you can get a little uh, insight into what she does and what she thinks. <laughs> but I, I think that's it. Unless there's anything else you wanted to talk about in terms of symbols or life or Anything? I think we've covered a lot. We have. Okay, well, Daisy Palmer, thanks very much. Thanks for having me, Dave.